What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the I'm Getting There podcast. It's your host, Michael Booth, and today I'm back with returning guest and comic Xander Beltron. We talk about his time traveling uh, for comedy during quarantine, uh, also his uh, Zoom show kickback every other Tuesday, I think it is, uh, and you know, just kind of what he's been up to since we last talked. You can follow him on Instagram, at ZamMasterFlex, and actually, this Saturday, on the 27th, he's having a show, uh, the BS Backyard Show, uh, and I'm actually going to be up there doing that show, um, so hit up his Instagram for more information on that. Uh, it should be really fun. Um, also, if you want to follow the podcast on Instagram, you can at I'm Getting There Pod. I put uh, clips from past episodes, uh, links to you know other guest content, all the kinds of stuff on there. Um, and if you want to subscribe to the podcast, hit the link in the bio on the Instagram, and you can. I'm on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, uh, Amazon, all of them. So go. Uh, Go subscribe, and if you want to support the podcast, you can also donate to the uh, tip jar description in the episode. Uh, there's a link for that. Um, and if you, uh, for a dollar a month, you can sign up to become a recurring member and have access to some private solo episodes that I've been posting on there. Um, and I have a video on the Instagram how you can check that out. Uh, and I think you just sign up, you put, enter your email address, and you'll be notified when episodes post. Um, so yeah, thank you for your support and enjoy this episode with Xander. Got you. Hell yeah. What kind of wine? Actually, a, uh, a Malbec that was uh, sustainably okay. farmed in Chile. Nice. Yeah. Are you I'm doing too much wine? I'm doing pretty good, dude. I uh, I've just been doing this and the other podcasts that I have. And what's your uh, what's your other podcast called? I do one with some guys down here that were doing the show with me. Uh, they were like. They st- I started. I met them at the first open mic I did, and then we started doing the show and podcast called Cowboy Rowdy, and we're at about hundred episodes now with that show. And then I started a like cannabis slash like comedy kind of podcast with a guy that I moved down here with, and I work in the cannabis industry with, and so nice. uh, him and I are like doing that too, which is really fun. That's kind of like less frequent it's kind of like a like once a month once every couple weeks kind of podcast sure so it's uh, it's just yeah it's just fun i i really like doing it and uh i've gotten good good reactions from them so yeah i can see that cool pretty uh pretty easy to talk to chill chill dude (laughs) thanks dude um (laughs) uh i yeah i think it's the the amount of weed I smoke is probably probably helps. It, do, it does help. <laughs> I was uh, I was talking to my girlfriend today. I, I was like, I've been smoking too little weed. And she's like, What do you mean? I'm like, Do you see how like I've been so stressed out like <laughs> about like little things? I was like, I was like, I need to smoke weed more. I need more weed. And I started like smoking more weed, and the the last couple <laughs> yeah. days I've just been chilling like slow. I've been doing the same amount of work, 
but not been I haven't been getting like all uppity about it. I've just been like, yep, and then I'm just just gonna kind of slowly do my there shit. There you go. That's been nice, dude. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of weed are you smoking on right now? Are you doing like pre rolls or are you like? Um, you I usually just smoke rips? out of my bubbler, or I, if I really want to get stoned, I'll roll a blunt. I'll okay. smoke in. It's called like Shekelberry. I bought a half ounce for fifty bucks. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good deal. There you go. Um, yeah, I've been. I took like a. I took like a tolerance break for like four months, and then I on my birthday in November I started smoking again, and I just got to the point now where I can start doing uh, dabs again, which is like what I like really enjoy. That's kind of like my go-to, and uh, right. I've been super like back into that and and doing a lot of uh, big dabs. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I've never been able to really do uh, dabs. I just I have bitch lungs. I cough like every time I smoke weed, and okay. dabs. I just as soon as I hit it, I just die for like thirty minutes. Yeah, just recovering, and then, and then I'm high for like five <laughs> hours straight. <laughs> That's the yeah. The best part about it, like a big dab, is just the recovery, getting back to normal, and then mm-hmm. once you get back to normal, like, you're oh, just I, did, I should do another fuck. one. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and you just get yeah. You just <laughs> you're just trying to get your bearings, but you just keep getting higher. And you're like fuck. <laughs> uh, one time when I was in college, like it was like post college, and I was kind of like losing it. And my parents came up to the Bay Area to check on me, and I was like crashing with this dude. I was, I was like splitting a room, and because he was broke and I was broke, so I was like, I'll just give you a hundred bucks. Like let me throw my mattress in the side of your room, and then my yeah. parents are visiting, so I'm like put every all this all these like put all your drugs away. And uh, he like left out ketamine, so my dad's like, "Oh, there's oh, no. coke. There's a bunch of cocaine on the counter." And then he <laughs> saw the dabs, and I wasn't doing either one of them. I would just like smoke weed and do like acid. And uh, yeah. my dad saw the dab rig, and he thought it was heroin. He was like, "What have you been doing up here?" I was like, "No, it's weed. It's just weed." <laughs> I was like, "But Everybody also, but also, maybe that. it might as well be because that shit is strong <laughs> as fuck." Yeah, people get tripped out with like the blowtorch and the the like dab rig and mm-hmm. like the tool and everything. It is a little much. Yeah, I like show up to. Remember <laughs> in college, we we were showed up to somebody's house and we brought like back then we were using a propane torch because we just didn't like know and we were like oh well, like didn't know about butane really we're just like blowtorch propane so i had this like big the big green tanks that you use for like a camping like of like grill like you know what i'm talking about those. like those green yeah. propane yeah i just had a torch head on top of it and i just was like carrying that and then i had my rig and i remember like ringing the doorbell to somebody's house party and just they opened the door and i was like what's up and they're like <laughs> What are you looking at me like? Yeah, what the fuck is that? And I was like, oh, we're just smoking weed, dude. Like they were just, they were not, they didn't know about dabs, and they were like really uh, sketched out by the torch, which I could make sense. But there's some people that aren't aren't even ready for the blunt. Yeah, pull a blunt out somewhere. They're like, whoa, we're gonna smoke that whole thing, the whole thing. You're like, yeah, maybe. (laughs) Well, maybe smoke another one. And they're like, "Uh, all right. Yeah. What kind of rap do you normally go for? Uh, I'm a Dutch guy. Okay. I like these bad boys right here. My favorite is the the okay. honey ones or Irish cream, but nice. they don't really sell them in San Francisco anymore. I haven't. I think I've only had Dutch a few times. I like. I don't know. I I'm not really into backwoods a whole lot. I kind of stick to 
when I do roll blunts, I just use like a zigzag wrap, like probably like a just a little cone. whatever I can find. Or just like, yeah, the one that comes like with the little like a uh, straw that you can just pack. Like I'm not a, I can roll a blunt. I just never really smoke them that much. Um, it's just like, I don't know. Just yeah, it's, me, I it, guess, usually but, it's me deciding yeah. I'm going to get really high. That's my just dab. Dedicating. It's like, I'm going to roll a whole okay. blunt and try to finish it. <laughs> It's like, you know, you get that big nice. glob and you're like, I'm going to try to finish this. Yeah. I'm gonna see it's, if the I can, yeah. it's the same thing. <laughs> it's not normal. I usually don't smoke blunts, but like if I'm like, I want to get fucking, you know? Yeah. I want to call my grandma and ask her about what kind of watercoloring she's been doing. <laughs> you're like, I have to rebuild the staircase. I'm going to smoke this whole blunt, you know? <laughs> Just listen to her, like, yeah. Just I'm gonna organize the rocks in the backyard. <laughs> I'm gonna smoke this whole blunt. I'm gonna organize them by size, weight, and religion. Let's go. <laughs> Somebody walks up and kicks the rocks. You're like, <laughs> my whole fucking day, dude. Are you? Yeah. Are you serious? This is my yeah. life's work, bro. <laughs> Do you even know the coordination? I just. <laughs> I remember I, I, oh, I was awesome. stacking rocks at the beach one time, and this and this guy kicked him. It was like I was like a homeless hippie at the time. It was like all I had. I, I remember losing it. I was like, "This is my fucking structure." It took me three hours. Here, I was like, the, it's just rocks. It's just of... rocks, dude. Like they're my rocks. Uh, yeah, when you're especially when you're like balancing something, that's such a like the feeling of accomplishment like we bit like for example like uh, building like a house of cards or something like that oh yeah like when great. you get all of those things when you get all those things lined up and they're like all you know stacked and balanced and shit you feel like a boss you're just like fuck yeah and you, I, I don't feel even like I don't know something. if that's actually a normal trait I guess it is pretty normal people just uh, associate it with OCD that wanting oh, really? that wanting stuff to be lined up perfectly. But I think that's actually just all the lazy people. I actually just thought of this. This isn't material, but I just realized <laughs> I think it's just all the lazy people not wanting to do that. Being like, yeah. you guys are fucking nuts. The fact that you want the floor clean is insane. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just like it has to be clean. And they're like, uh, pretty sure you're acting out. This is mental yeah, illness. Pretty sure ridiculous, dude. <laughs> it's a floor, dude. Like, yeah, your yeah, feet that's where feet on. go, dude. And we're like, no, it has to be. And then the, and then things should be in even numbers. And they're like, you're insane. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's the way you're supposed to be. The other people are just yeah. lazy. Yeah, no, I, I agree, dude. Like, I like to have things organized. And when it's not, when you just, yeah, when you don't care, if you put like a, like at work, we have these like labels that I have to use for, uh, like, just for like batches of of uh, like eighths and like pre rolls and stuff, right? Right. And the there's like a square box on the piece of paper that I made in like Google Docs to be exactly the size of this sticker. <laughs> like I took the time to like match it up, you know. Right. <laughs> so I printed this paper out and like I give it to people, and they always put the sticker on a little crooked. Or not inside the box, and I will sit there and like peel. I will take the time to like peel off and like right. make sure I don't rip the paper, and then I'll put it back on in the square every time. <laughs> like I will not let. <laughs> I just can't do it. Why else did you make that if they if it wasn't for that? Like, but some people just don't care, man. And I I don't know. 
Like it's weird. I wonder what that's like. <laughs> I think uh, it makes it easier to like de- delineate what's art and what's not if the other stuff is like ordered, right? I think that's what makes something like artsy is that it's a little bit different. Like I can't oh, okay. remember the term for it, but like there's like this word in cooking we used to use um, where it's like almost everything's perfect, and then you add a little chaos. So like when we would plate something, you do like all these perfect straight lines. Mm-hmm. And then when you're putting like the fresh herbs on top, you don't even look, you like just throw it at it and let like God decide okay. where it goes. And that's what makes it so <laughs> just do so beautiful. Look. Yeah. Yeah. Just do one of those. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just, <laughs> just, just a thought. The wine's already kicking no, that in. That makes, that's, that is, uh, that is interesting. Like just everything else is perfect, but then you just throw this last little, like who cares where this lands? Who cares if it all lands on one side? You know, right? It's like that makes it. But if a whole plate looked like that, you'd be like, "What is this trash?" You know, whose mom made this? Like, (laughs) dude, I used to have this. Oh man, when I was like seventeen, I was working at McDonald's, and I had this boss that used to like, he used to get so on you about, and it was McDonald's. You know, you're like thinking, like, "Come on, man!" Like, no one, like, you're thinking about the kind of people that are in the drive-through that are gonna like. They're going to open their Big Mac, and they're expecting it to be shit. They're not expecting that Big Mac right. to be, like, the bun to be, like, there and, the, like, the cheese to be starred. Like, <laughs> no one's, no one's, you know. Right. <laughs> starred? Is that when it's uh, they're, like, fanned? Yeah, where you put the cheese kind of, like, yeah, where it's, like, crossed. Star. Call yeah, you got to star That's your so cheese. fancy for McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Star your cheese is, like, a thing in all the burger places I worked at. It was just, like... You gotta star, see that. you gotta star that cheese, man. And you try to correct people. That's something. <laughs> I almost got in a fight one time. I was like, "Yo, you gotta star your cheese." He's like, "You trying to take this outside?" I was just like, "Yeah." Like, star your fucking mouth, bitch. <laughs> yeah, he seriously was like, like "Hey, hey, you trying to take this out?" I'm like, "Hey, man, it's just what you're supposed to do, you know." Like, I'm just, <laughs> dude, you were getting brainwashed, man. That was them, bro. They, they got you. They got you. You're to over me. there. You're going six inch ribbons. Yeah. Six inches. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Guys, like, dude, we work at McDonald's, and you're like, who have I become? Yes. I'm my worst enemy. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's amazing. I, I, I remember getting like that at uh, at Whole Foods and Buffalo Wild Wings. They had a good a good brainwashing program. At Whole Foods, I would like actually be like, you know, like to people that weren't even asking me questions, like out outside in public, I'd be at a bar, I'd be like, you know, the Trader Joe's is not truly organic, like Whole Foods, you know that, right? <laughs> and then I was hear myself, and I'd be like, I make eleven dollars an hour for these fucking people, and I'm working off the clock. Oh, you're so they convinced. They got me good. They indoctrinated <laughs> me so well. Dude. Buffalo Wild Wings too. I, it was like the you know that uh, flare in. Um, in office space. Oh yes, the girl yeah, gets the in trouble for not having Yeah, I was like that at Buffalo Wild Wings about like using blazing words, which is like <laughs> using uh, like hot words to describe the food. You're like, you have to use enough blazing words. So, <laughs> like they had to be hot wings, piping, piping hot wings, and they got to <laughs> be crispy and frisky. Come on, stop underselling the wings, dude. And people were like Xander. I'm like, this is all I have right now, man. <laughs> That's all I have. Use your fucking blazing, blazing words. I'll blaze in my lingo, dude. <laughs> dude. <clears throat> Some places you just get got. That's you know? so funny. 
Dude, did you use enough blazing words out there? I'm trying to fucking move meat today, okay? Like, <laughs> I got another delivery from Tyson coming in tomorrow. We gotta yes. move these wings. Yes, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's, it's not My favorite, uh, did you ever work at a place where you have to make the food in front of them, like a Chipotle or a Subway or something like that? At, at Whole Foods, we had to do that with uh, uh, sandwiches and burritos yo, and pizzas. That is some next-level shit. You really learn how well a person can communicate when they step up to that glass. Because it's like, it's a test of their fucking abilities. Because most of the time, people are just pointing at stuff. Like, I, I was talking about this the other day. I was like, man. Don't grunt. Don't be like, no. <laughs> Dude, yes. Like, and okay. you, and you, I like to say it back to them slowly, like condescending almost. Because you, it's like making fun of them to their face. Like, I worked at Taco Del Mar, which is kind of like... Uh, it's like Chipotle. It's like just burritos, tacos, all that stuff. Okay. And so, you know, I'd <laughs> put the tortilla down and I'd be like, uh, do you want any guac? And they'd be like, is it spicy? And I'd be like, um, I don't know, it's guacamole, man. I don't know. And then you move down and then it was just like, <laughs> they would, I would, they would be like, what kind of beans, you know, right? And then I would say it like, I'd be like, Pinto? I'd say it like fucking like Dora the Explorer. Just... <laughs> Oh, you mean the black beans? Yeah. <laughs> and then we just keep, I would do it the whole time, just loud. Like, <laughs> it was so fun. That's um, hilarious. There was just, man, people just, uh, like. <laughs> You're not supposed to be uh, this aware of a person working a job like that. No. Like, you're supposed to just be the guy who goes, all right, I'll put the lettuce in the thing, and then I'll put the thing. And then I get off at six, and I try to go get girls. Yeah. Like that's all your brain <laughs> Whenever you're, that's why you, that's why they always find out later they don't want a comedian working for them because they'll be like, they'll be like, hey, let's hire this guy. He's funny. He's charming. He's charming in the interview, and then you'll be there like observing life. Yeah. And in the middle of a long line, you'll be like, hey, uh, just to let you guys know, shouting doesn't move the line. Yeah. So, and they're like, this is not the guy. You this know what I mean? Or you'll guy. stop somebody because you'll say something funny and. They're like, get to it. You're like, I have, I, I heard a joke. I gotta, yeah. I have to be mean. <laughs> yeah. We used to have an option, like, you could get a wet burrito, and you ask the person, like, when they have a regular burrito, you would just go, hey, would you like to get wet today? <laughs> hey, where's the place? I'd love to work there. That's how it's amazing. Oh, dude, you would have fit in, dude. Like, the guys I worked there with were dude, amazing, they have sexual, bro. sexually harassing people built into your business model? Let's go. They do it, dude. <laughs> That's amazing. And if somebody looks at you offended, you're like, I'm talking about your burrito. Like, <laughs> like. <laughs> I wonder if there's a TikTok channel with somebody who works at that place still. Ah, uh, dude, that would be so great. I watch those videos all day, just watching somebody react to get wet. Yeah. I, uh, I used to have this stand-up I haven't done it in a long time. But uh, I would always talk about how I really loved Coachella. Like, I really like Coachella um, because I've never paid to go to Coachella. I would just work at a chicken strips and fries booth and get it for free. And uh, the best part about working at that booth was actually not any of the music, not even getting into Coachella for free. It was the fact that we didn't carry ranch. (laughs) So I just get to tell everyone no all day. And it was the most fun weekend of my life. It's just people being like, hey, dude, can we get a chicken strips and fries? And then I'd be like, yeah, yeah, sure. No problem, dude. And they'd be like, and then with some ranch. And I'd be like, oh, no, we don't have ranch. <laughs> how many people were How many people were just like, oh, oh I don't it was want, thousands. I don't want any now. Oh, no. Most people would be like, 
Oh, that's funny, dude. Uh, where do you guys keep that? Yeah. I was like, no, we don't. We don't carry ranch. And then people would always ask if I had like my own ranch. Like, so you know, you got you got like a Percy. You got some Percy ranch back there. And I'd be like, no, bro. Like, I don't have any ranch. Like, I'm sorry. Like, and and <sighs> people just want their money back. They'd be like, then we don't want them. We don't want you because you're surprised. <laughs> and I don't know. It was the most fun I could I could ever have. Is just saying no all day to like overprivileged kids. They're like just 20, 20 years old. At they're just, just like, the what assumption. You, what do you mean? They the look on their face like they've never heard no before. Ever. <laughs> the ranch entitlement. It's just going down. It's just. <laughs> well, I mean, all, to be fair, those kids are are eighty percent ranch, so they just they need to keep that volume up. They don't want to yeah. get dehydrated. <laughs> Can't let your ranch levels dip, bro. That was such a great job. I I would talk about like selling ranch like. When I was off duty, I'd be like, "I'll see you guys later tonight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go try to get see if I can get some ranch. I'll come by your camp." (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you would think by, yeah, by you know, (laughs) somebody would go get. They'd be like, "Oh fuck this! I'm just gonna go find a bottle of Hidden Valley somewhere, or go to another spot and get some ranch real quick." The thing is, uh, most places at Coachella won't carry ranch. Interesting, because it's like the middle of the desert, and it goes it goes bad. It so goes fast. bad. Ah, most of the food you sell at Coachella is like frozen to fried, so there is no chance for it to go bad. Okay, because it's it's like a hundred degrees there, so the food yeah. needs to go immediately in from the freezer into the fryer, <laughs> or it's like growing bacteria. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fact that uh, people even like expect to get good food at, at Coachella is so weird. Like, I don't know. I'd always just, like, the amount of times I'd have to remind people, we're in the middle of a desert. None of this was here two weeks ago. It's like at Burning Man. It's like, this is, they just built this a week ago. Like, yeah. give it a sec. <laughs> yeah. This isn't even a real city, dude. Where's the in <laughs> Yeah, they're like, what the hell, dude? Where's the Wi-Fi, dude? <laughs> Bro. Hey, you got the password? The, yeah, didn't you do mushrooms? You're the Wi-Fi, dude. Tell us a story. <laughs> Hurry up. Yeah, dude, let's connect to you right now. <laughs> I'm trying to connect with you, brother. Yeah. Like, yeah. A blue, like a Bluetooth speaker, bro. Let's get it in. Come on, me and you, Papa. <laughs> Let's hold hands, dude. It'd be like Ethernet. <laughs> that's so funny. So you're right, hardwired. Dude, when you put two two heads near each other, dude. That's like a Wi-Fi connection. That's like an airdrop, dude. That's like an airdrop. <laughs> you touch hands and you squeeze yeah. hands, dude. That's the Ethernet connection, dude. Just get close to my dome, dude. I'll fucking airdrop it to you, dude. I'll airdrop it to you, bro. We can't talk in front of the chicks, but I'll airdrop it to you, dude. <laughs> I want to put that in something so bad now. That's so funny, dude. I'll airdrop it to you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. They just hit heads, and then he's like, oh, dude. Oh, I, I get you, dude. Yeah. Two blue, blue raspberry bang. He just I'll keeps going. He's up. like, you know, you know what I'm saying, dude. He's like, I don't know what you're saying. He's like, hold on. He's <laughs> fucking. <laughs> that has to That's be a hilarious. fucking sketch. That would be so funny. Oh my oh, god. Oh shit! I gotta put that in something. Yeah. Oh. I actually got a, a this thing that me and uh, me and Molly are writing. Oh yeah. Put that in it. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, we're calling. Fuck. We got this. We're doing a sketch series in one of the series, and it's called Totes and Bros. Okay. It's like bros and brohos interacting and stuff. I'll put that in there. Got it. Drop is pretty damn good. Yeah, that shit is funny. <laughs> oh man. So, dude, I, uh, I think last time you were on, you were about to go to Arizona. 
And then since then, dude, I've seen you. You've just been a fucking traveling man. You've been, you were over in New York for a bit. You've been down to LA. Like, like how, like, how is the, like, how is the, because I've only done, you know, comedy in this area. Like, what is that like to go somewhere just entirely different? And like, how, like, how is the adaption to that different crowd? Like, what is that like? Um, it's, uh, it's, lot, yeah, it's a lot different in every area, but most of your comedy hits about the same. You just kind of have to present it a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, like Bay Area jokes, you just have to talk, like, talk smack about the Bay Area instead of being like, oh, yeah, here in the Bay Area. Like, I have a joke about how uh, one of the best things about living in San Francisco is a great way to save money is uh, traveling. Mm-hmm. I save so much money every time I go out of town. It's just like everything's so reasonably priced. Like I'll go to Phoenix, you know, and a sandwich will be $6. I'm like, wow, that's an incredible price for a sandwich. Yeah. We'll get two of those. And every time I go somewhere in San Francisco, they like, I always want to fight the cashier, you know, because I'll be like, hey, can I get a slice of pizza? And they'll be like, oh, that is $9.50. And I'm like, do you want to fucking go right here? <laughs> okay, your fucking place of business. You're going to disrespect me where you work. Uh, but I'll just do that, like, talking shit about, oh, I live in San Francisco. Like, here is much, it's much better. Um, and then, yeah, it's kind of just, like, understanding the political leanings of the areas and, like, presenting stuff a different way. One thing that I found that really helps is um, your, com- your, like, comedy can't always be conversational. In an area where people really, like, vibe with you and, like, understand where you're coming from, you that's kind of how you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Like, in San Francisco, my comedy is very, like, conversational because most people in the crowd kind of agree with me on a lot of stuff. Yeah. But when I'm in Phoenix, it's got to be, like, a quick, like, speech. I can't be like, hey, do you guys miss Obama, too? You know, they're going to be like, <laughs> no, fuck that, dude. He wasn't even born here. You know, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. (laughs) But if I just go, man, I really miss Obama. You know what I mean? And I miss just how charming he was. Trump's not that charming. I just go straight into it. My punchline will still work. But if I gave them the opportunity to, like, say yay or nay on the joke, um, they'd be like, nah, fuck that. Got it. Because I've made that mistake before. Um, I don't know. In New York, I wrote a bunch of stuff just about being in New York um, that helped for, like, opening it up. But yeah, like I'll talk about how weeds. I have jokes about how weeds not cool, but I guess that's like weed. My my California weed privilege showing, because like in other states they're like, "What are you talking about? It's so cool. It's still really hard to get." I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like my bad. I just like smoke it all the time. I yeah, just from the. I buy it from the state. <laughs> just have it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just here. I didn't even buy the weed that's in my house. Somebody just brought it. It's yeah, just there was here. a girl with a tablet, and she walked me through the store. And she told me about terpenes and like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I had to change that stuff. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's actually improved my comedy because I had a lot of material that was just Bay Area based that I've since then like either changed or just stopped saying so much um, okay. because it just doesn't make sense anywhere else. Interesting. But uh, overall, it's a it's people laugh at the same shit, you know. No, that is interesting to hear. Like the the conversational thing was uh, interesting to me because it's like you're you're kind of more your point of view is more being projected in those other places as it is kind of being uh, like shared. You're kind of like this is me. I'm putting it out on them. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is who, this is who I am. Yeah, this so is how that, I feel. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. I That's... got that advice from um, Keon Pole when I opened for him in Phoenix. 
he was like, like, stop asking so many questions. They don't, they don't agree with you here. But if you just tell your jokes, they might. Oh, okay. Like, but if you give them the chance to decide if they want to agree with you, they're going to say no. It's like, like, oh, this stupid fucking city kid from California. He thinks he knows what I'm fucking living, where I'm living. Fuck that. But if I tell him how this is how I feel about where I'm from, this is how I feel about everything, there's a chance they might agree with some of it. That is interesting. Dude, is the, being in New York and stuff, like, is, uh, was it, was it, it was pretty closed down when you were there, right, still? Like, there was not a lot of... Um, it was, like, uh, halfway open. Um... I actually did a club in Connecticut that was open inside. It was actually nice. kind of scary. People didn't really wear their masks. Um, <laughs> and then that was with uh, there Joe, was a right? club in, there was a club, yeah, a club with in Brooklyn. Yeah, with Joe Begley. Yeah. I actually just uh, locked down. I'm opening for Joe Begley at the House of Comedy in Phoenix. Oh, nice. Uh, the weekend he's headlining, I'm featuring for him. That's sick. Um, that's going to be tight. He's going to get buried, son. <laughs> bury him. <laughs> Under all this swag, bro. <laughs> You have to fucking climb back up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> now I'm gonna do the uh, the alley oop. You just uh, you have a hot set and then you slow it down at the end. Say something really poignant. Serve it up and then give it up. There you go. So that's what I call the alley oop. Somebody who was it that told me to do that? They're like, don't end hot. He's like, I have to follow your ass for an hour. He's like, you better slow down at the end and then <laughs> and then pass it off. I was like, all right. <clears throat> but yeah, I did uh, I did that show out in Connecticut. Uh, there was actually a club in Brooklyn called Eastville that was pretty open. Actually, I saw Mark Norman there and Matt, and Matt Broussard met them. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, I just booked Mark Norman for my Zoom show. Dude, yeah, I heard that last week. That's so sick. Um, that's, yeah, that's I'm awesome. Uh, I saw him at Rooster Tees like, <clears throat> a while back, I think, but right before he put his special out. and uh, He's so good. Carlos Rodriguez opened up for him there, and I think... There's somebody else Dowd host. Yeah, it was the host. I was like trying to think. I was like, who was the host? But that was a good night. I was like, I saw that lineup and I was like, that's gonna be a banger show. It was, it was funny as fuck. And he, yeah, Mark was outside afterwards, and yeah, he's he's super cool, man. That's gonna be awesome. I'm I'll, I'm gonna be probably hopping in to watch that for sure. Uh, that'll be hell cool. yeah. I'm stoked because I'm gonna be broadcasting from Hawaii, so I'm gonna set up the laptop outside somewhere. <laughs> I think I'm gonna get some like palm fronds behind me and probably do it shirtless. Yeah. Get Saw Molly to feed me. I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have Molly co-host it with me and have her feed me grapes and shit. It's gonna That's be awesome, dude. Oh man, I'm that excited. Is uh. Yeah, uh, it was so. So the thing about New York that really like opened my eyes was they they started doing the outdoor comedy shows like right away, like two weeks into lockdown, they were doing outdoor shows. And everybody here was a little bit nervous about them, and there wasn't that many going on. And that's why I went out to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Phoenix was a little too lax. They were, like, trying to do shit inside. People were, like, trying to hug you all the time. <laughs> and you're just like, get away from me. Yeah. Um, but on the, uh, on the East Coast, I, I, in New York, they were, like, pretty good, like 50-50. It was, everything was outside, or people were or people were wearing their masks, but they weren't scared to be alive, you know? Mm-hmm. Where in San Francisco, people were, like... I feel like this for a lot of people was what they were exactly what they were looking for. <laughs> it was like a reason to never leave their house. And they were like, Oh, we found it. No, nope, it must stay closed. <laughs> this is the like way we must. wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I remember being like, well, my house is like not that nice. And <laughs> like, I make my money from going out and doing stuff, not through a laptop. And I was like, yeah. fuck this. Um, 
But in New York, yeah, there were there was a lot of outdoor shows. There was open mics all day nice. in the parks throughout the city. Yeah, I saw you were doing like a one park day. I did like, like six mics. Yeah, it looked awesome. I was yeah. like, holy shit! Like, there's because I've I'm like I'm a big uh, Tuesdays with Stories fan, so I was listening to Mark and Joe talk about it doing like at night in the rain, some back of somebody's truck on all these crazy like driving. Yeah all the way outside of town do it like on the back somebody's backyard and it, it's pretty cool the gorilla comedy kind of uh and there was i feel like it's starting to get <clears throat> to a place now where uh i feel like by the summertime by the end of summer is what people a lot of, a lot of things i'm reading a lot of people are saying is that it should be i mean we've we've been saying it for a year though so but at least like august till everything will be back hopefully or like back to a place where can start doing shows. Yeah, I hope they're not pushing it too too soon. Um, they just mm-hmm. open up gyms and indoor dining in San Francisco. Nice. Which, I mean, that's good. But I'm like, let's just let's wait a couple more months. I don't yeah. know. The weather's should... not that bad. We're doing or, outdoor yeah. shows and they're fine. It's like it's open, but like only if you need to. Mm-hmm. Only if you like. Only if it's like. And then even then, yeah, I, I don't know because it's. Yeah, I love like how the, that's that's what everybody says. Only if you need to. I'm like, have you ever needed to? That's what I was just thinking about too. Get, after I said, it. <laughs> you, I was like, probably never needed. Really needed to pay thirty two dollars for a salad? Really? Yeah. Did you ever need to do that? <laughs> I, I just can't make it. I just can't make it myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's just hard. It's hard to break it in half with my own hands. They're so weak. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think it's. I think we're gonna be pretty close to normal, especially the va- the vaccine is actually on a good rollout. That's the mm-hmm. only good thing that Biden's done since he became president was he uh, he passed that manufacturing bill that uh, that bumped up like manufacturing for vaccines, and he found like two hundred million new vaccines within oh, like yeah. a month or made two hundred million. So that's that's yeah. a game changer. Um, yeah, my parents find- just got their first shot. They're both teachers. I'm yeah, excited about that because I can my, go visit uh, them. I haven't been in their house, and oh, actually, I was there for Christmas, but I had to quarantine in and out. And I don't know. It'll be good to just go see them for a couple of days. Yeah, I think my grandparents and my mom just got theirs. My mom works in like a an old folks home, so she was like at the at the one of the top, you know, probably at the pe- uh, groups of people. I bet to get like she told me because <clears throat> she got tested like all the time when this was happening I think it was like every like week or every like 10 something crazy like constantly getting tested constantly she was just like <laughs> tired of it she and then so she was like yeah I need this thing right away and didn't waste any time but yeah I think I'm I'm about to go home now that they all have it because I think that's kind of what I was waiting for you know just like everybody that's like older and kind of I was kind of nervous about right. being around it's like at least they'll get the get the vaccine then it won't be as like a peace of mind yeah. i guess i don't know i'm excited to take the vaccine some people are scared of the side effects but i'm like that's like the coolest part dude what if i what if i grow wings bro you know that's sick dude like what if uh, i grow like a second mouth and i can eat two philly cheesesteaks at once dude <laughs> where would the other that? mouth be dude <laughs> On my dick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> just uh, maybe on my shoulder, so I can sneak something. Speaking somebody's... of like, of you holding like a Philly cheese, just like in your mouth and like down, and she just like. Ah! <laughs> I've seen that movie. I think I've seen that one. 
that is. That was pretty good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I always say that whenever somebody says something that sounds kind of dirty, I always go, I see that one. Oh, okay. It's a d- dumb joke. It's like an old dad joke. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, where would you have a second mouth if you could have one, I guess? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I was just, I was just fucking around. Um, <clears throat> I feel like on your, th- I feel like right here would be good. Like on the bottom, like down. Below. You smoke cigarettes like that. <laughs> you could smoke and eat at the same time. You know what I gotta tell you kids? <laughs> when I was young, you used to have to smoke and talk separately. Now you can do it at the same time. <laughs> your kids got it easy. <laughs> you just have like a, that's you right. just get like a necklace. It's like a basically I like honestly a think clip. in the palm of your hand would be the best spot. Cause then you could like grab stuff with it just annihilate food with your hand (laughs) yeah dude you can reach across the table and just swoop somebody's whole taco dude with your hand and be lit and then if you eat too much you could just like you could work it out you know (laughs) push it out squeeze it out of your your arm just like projectile it's just squeeze It's like, oh no, so I had too much milk. Yeah. <laughs> like Iron Man, but it's puke instead. <laughs> it's so disgusting, but I love it. Yeah. I'd watch that. Uh, uh, that's such a. <laughs> I, I've just been trying out different. I've been doing that joke about like how I want. I'm into the side effects. I've just been trying out new ones every day. The second mouth thing is on your hand is so. I'm just. That one's got the most legs, I think. Is second. I mean, that would really help. Second mouth on your hand. It'd really help in the bedroom, you know, having a mouth on your hand. What if you could grow hands around your mouth? Yeah, and helps you collect. (laughs) Helps you collect the snacks better, dude. That would be scary because you just always have like you could just do some crazy like predator (laughs) shit. (laughs) Just ah. (laughs) That's. I'd be down for that. Is that people could throw you stuff and be like, hey, do you want... And you'd be like... And you just yeah, you catch, catch it. Yeah, then... you could catch way more stuff in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And you could... <laughs> you could I like, bet you would like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> you could, like, pass yourself food and then have more food in your hands ready to eat. Like, you could really streamline... <laughs> you could really streamline mm. eating a lot. You could cook while you eat. Yeah. That'd be tight. You can also smoke, hold, use it to hold blunts. Like, you, you can have sex <laughs> while you have a blunt and a jewel in and the a mouth. And a jewel. <laughs> just, just alternating. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you could. Interesting. And then, you, and then... Your, your extra mouth on your dick uh, could do all the talking for you. Making out with somebody would be really weird. It also has hands on their It face. wouldn't be. That would be called sexual assault. That wouldn't be making out. You both have hands <laughs> on your face. You're, like, trying to grab each other. That's one of those sexual conditions where you you don't have casual sex. You either get married or you you try not to sexually assault. <laughs> your your mouth your mouth has hands, you know? You, that's a responsibility that you have to really you get married, understand. Yeah. <laughs> that first night in the bedroom after right after the, <laughs> the reception, you're just like... You guys are both sitting there with your hands on your face. <laughs> How do we do this? What you gonna do? All right, I, I, look, I know this is your first time with hands around your mouth, but I've been like this since I was six years old. I, right after the accident, 
What you're gonna want to do is grab my hand, like somewhat like an Ethernet cable. Okay. Yeah. You're gonna squeeze in there. We're gonna connect. And then, <laughs> then you're gonna put your forehead on me like an airdrop, right? And then, <laughs> and then we go tongues. We're gonna sync up. <laughs> oh my god. So. Uh, um, yeah, hands on your. Yes, but it was it was a lot of stuff uh, since right before I let I talked to you when I when there was nothing going on in my life and I was like I'm about to get all this stuff started, mm-hmm. and now I'm like um, in the middle of it. It's good. Yeah, dude, a, lot it, of, it, a lot of a lot of productive stuff this year. Yeah, it's been cool to watch, um, like basically watch like the pandemic start and then everybody get like basically like some sort of quote unquote reset button, right? Like everybody kind of getting put back to some sort of square one or whatever you want to say. And then like to watch what's happened with everybody has been really cool. And yeah, you've been a person I've seen just doing like multiple things and like, uh, and just staying, you know, nose to the, to the grind. And just also like been one of the more like people that's traveled. I mean, I know Joe went over there right kind of right away too. And he's just kind of been over there. Um, doing his right. thing and stuff and there's been a couple other people I think that kind of left uh, or went somewhere else to do you know other stuff and it's just been cool to watch you know people do that yeah totally and adapt yeah when I first went out everybody was like you're fucking nuts dude you're a psycho and then every time I saw them they were less like lax and they were a little bit more relaxed and then now those people are like, hey, come with us to Vegas. And I'm like, what? I thought I was a psycho for like just going to an outdoor show. Now you guys want to go to a club? It's weird. It's like, um, I don't know. I, I was just like bewildered by the fact that like we could all have been in our house. Like if everyone's telling the truth, right, have been in their house doing nothing for a month. And then people are still scared to like interact with you. It's like, well, if we're both telling the truth and neither one of us has done anything, then neither one of us have the virus because, like, you have to catch it to have yeah. it. You know, it doesn't, it isn't just like floating in the air. It doesn't just exist at like, as soon as you go to a park, you catch it. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not like uh, in the yeah, wind. You, you walk you up and COVID's like, person. hey, bro, what's up? We're going to hang out. Been waiting for you here at yeah. this park bench, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> supposed to be at home, I'm depressed. I see you smile three times, now you get COVID. Yeah. <laughs> That's what people acted. They acted like if they had any experience joy, they got COVID. They're like, no, you have to catch it from somebody else. It's not a smiling disease. You know, it's not a, my Instagram stories are a little bit more lit than yours virus. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not how you catch it. You don't catch it by trending. You know what I mean? <laughs> you have to catch it from someone. So I don't know. I went and did all this stuff and I still never caught it. And maybe maybe I had it last January and so I've had the antibodies or whatever, but I don't know. I just like only hung out with my friends who seemed like they were on a safe tip and then did mostly like one-on-one hangs with my friends and then like went out and wore a mask everywhere I went and mm-hmm. it worked pretty good. Yeah, That's I've all done, I had to do. I've done the same. I think I think you said it last time. It's like pick your people. You know, like pick your yeah. Who's worth getting COVID? Pick from. your five, yeah. And then that's kind of like yeah. I kind of just took that and was like, okay. And there's just a few people that I hung out with. And okay, Google alarm off. Hell yeah. I was about. I was like, 
You're my headphones. For my, for my my mini fridge. I was defrosting oh, it, but I already finished it. Gang. Yeah, I literally can't move any further. <laughs> this, one, this is it. I'm like stuck. Fridged up. But hell yeah. But my bevies are cold, you know. Yeah. So, dude. Okay. So you watched the uh, the podcast with um, fuck, what's his name? With Alex Jones, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I I listened to it, and then I got home, and I was like, I have to watch some of this on YouTube. So I went back to it. Was some incredible. Of- incredible. It was so good. I I watched. It was so funny. I watched the whole thing. Also, did when they went on a pee break? Do you think that they gave him that they did cocaine? Because I don't know. I don't think so. Because on the table there was like rolled up dollar bills Mm -hmm. on the table, and I I went back and I don't remember seeing that one rolled up earlier in the video. I just feel like I'm like that's the move, right? You just give Alex Jones. He he starts every podcast by asking for free drugs. I don't know if you'd ever notice that. Whenever he's on somebody's podcast, he's like, "So what are we drinking?" Or uh, well, let's get the weed out. Come on, Joe, yeah, let's get yeah. the weed out. <laughs> he always, uh... So funny. Second. Give me one second, man. I got uh, somebody's at my door. No worries. Okay, sorry. We're trying to find a new subletter or a new uh, roommate for our house. Oh, okay. Nice. Hopefully we we found him. But yeah, I was like, I feel like that'd be the move, right? You get him mm-hmm. drunk, because that's like the smartest thing I think to do to him. Because he he rambles so much, and you just like give him a little bit of alcohol or weed. Yeah, it'll like slow him down a little. Yeah, the but part. I was like, I think they coked him up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if those guys they don't seem like like cokey guys because they're always very chill on the podcast. Schultz uh-huh. will literally sit in a chair for like like this. Yeah the whole pod won't move at all uh-huh. so i'm like I, but i was like i feel like that'd be the thing to do <clears throat> to coke up alex jones in podcast. <laughs> like, that's, <laughs> that's bound to get views like there's no way dude that i mean when akash was sitting on his lap i was like dude i know going on dude <laughs> well he they were so down for it because they were like this is gonna blow up oh yeah any alex jones clip on a podcast like goes viral these yeah. days it was just yeah that it was a great show. it was so funny like the when he was doing like Optimus Prime <laughs> yeah <laughs> Autobots yeah. assemble <laughs> bro yeah that bro shit he's was, so funny yeah if he, he is. wasn't telling if he wasn't on the internet saying that he knew the truth he'd be the one of the funniest comedians ever <laughs> yeah it's uh, well he was that's what he was saying too he was like I wanna I wanna be a comic he's like he was like just kind of I don't even who knows if he was joking about that but that would be just to like him try to do some <coughs> I would go to that show. Yeah, I would watch for him. Sure. I would watch him on stage. <laughs> Dude, it'd be awesome. Yeah. Just I like those I like character comedians. That's what like the Colbert rapport was. He was like in character. Yeah, and like uh I feel like Lewis Black was kinda like that too. He had that like that he'd get right. that crazy like screaming like shaking <laughs> you just get into rant rant mode yeah i also really like chris porter for that uh he has like that kind of like that angry aggressive style almost but he's it's so funny but he's just like kind of ranting uh, he's like one of my favorites for that because that's oh, I like check him out i don't think i've seen chris porter yeah he has a great special on uh on youtube where he's yeah, it's so he has. Yeah, I won't, won't give it any away, but yeah, he's so funny. Um, 
and I think he, I think he's in LA right now. I don't know. I don't know where he's based, but hmm. yeah, he's a good one. Um, I'm trying to think. I've been watching a lot of. I've been watching a lot of Bill Hicks lately. That's like always a thing I go back to. I have like this YouTube playlist that's just like hours of it's got it. Bill Hicks on it. What? It's got Bill Hicks on it. Yeah, it's just it's like just Hicks stuff, like old old like. Yeah, I have like all of his. He did a club like four years in a row, and they filmed every set when he came back, and he and so it's. I love to watch him because it's like, like a year of him touring, and then he comes back again, and it's just like cool to see like the evolution of like what he was doing and how like basically right. how like, he got to where he <clears throat> where he was i'm like a huge bill hicks fan dude i i just sit and watch <clears throat> i mean some of the references are pretty dated but like the i mean he, yeah he's he's one of the greats i think yeah. he's like top five top ten <clears throat> yeah he's so you work at a dispensary um no i actually work in like a it's hard to explain. I work at like a it's it's a manufacturing, distribution, and dispensary all in like one big warehouse building. Um, okay. And uh, I work in like the distribution and manufacturing portion of it. So um, we're just like making a bunch of pre rolls, like weighing out flour. We make blunts. Um, we like make nice. like uh, pre rolls that are like covered in keef and do all that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. What do you call those when they're covered in what is it called? Um, people have different name, names right? for them. Like uh, <laughs> there's a brand called Fuzzies, and so that's a name that people use. Or like Tarantula, I've heard is another name for like a like kind of like a keef, like just coated pre-roll. Um, but yeah, there's just a people call it just keef covered or I don't know, keef coated. I guess you could say. I'm not a huge fan just because <coughs> if they start to run, you know, you can't really – they're covered in keef, so you can't like – There's no way to fix it, right? Yeah, and so that's kind of the bummer on my – for me personally smoking them, but I know that they're like – like they sell and really people popular. love them. Yeah. So. They're trendy. Yeah, and I think the idea is like I'm going to get fucking zooted off this like joint, you know. It's got all this keef on it. So – yeah, but you're like a real stoner, so you want like efficiency in your weed. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's how I feel. I, yeah. I don't. I never understood that. Like people that put tons of wax on top of bowls too, and it just mm-hmm. sits there burning. Or yeah. pass it around. I'm like this is. That's a huge I also. Waste. I also really enjoy dabs for specifically like it's called live resin, and specifically for the fact that how they make it and like the terpene that comes through into that it's super interesting because right like they take the whole plant and then like i don't know if you know like like how live resin is made but they like take the whole plant and then just like cut it and freeze it like the whole all of it and then they like extract that shake it yeah shake it off right well they they like use like it depends like what you're trying if you're using solventless yeah but if you're like using like butane you'll like use some equipment to like extract it and then They'll extract it into a jar and they'll seal the jar so that butane is in the jar with the material, right? In like a mason jar. And then it over, then they'll put it in storage over time. It'll separate like the terpenes. And then like the, that's how you get those diamonds that you see. Like, uh, right. Yeah. And dude, I'm like, I'm, I'm just a huge fan of like getting that when the plant's like alive, it smells a lot different than when it's like drying. So I'm right. 
I, yeah, I terpenes, love that. terpenes are like uh, the the drug of flavor, right? Mm-hmm. And everything, yeah. Like, right. I always joke about like. <clears throat> uh, we'd say that in the kitchen too. We'd call it the ter- we'd call it terps, like just yeah, terps like, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to get the terps right mm-hmm. <clears throat> because uh-huh. that, that's like it's like the way that like the smell of lavender affects your body. Uh huh. Where it's like it's it's not necessarily a drug, but it's like a neuro. It's like neuro enhancer. Like your body feels. Yeah, it's like smelling it, tasting it has an effect on you. That's what gives things like personality outside mm-hmm. of just like fat, butter, and salt. And totally, like yeah. And like, same with weed. Other than sativa, indica, the other personality traits are kind of just like the smell and taste, right? Yeah, totally. You nailed it. And it's like that. Yeah, that's what I'm after. Is like, oh yeah, dude. I have a cheat sheet right here, dude. I pulled it up <laughs> on the internet. Uh, I'm <laughs> actually a terp professional, dude. So uh, they, they call me the uh, the terp derp. Uh, <laughs> but yeah i just certain strains man when they're alive it's just like so much stronger and right like hitting a fresh dab of some live res sometimes like i get choked out because the terp's so strong it like goes up in my nose and it's like will you uh will you say that same line again but in the accent the stoner accent (laughs) sometimes when i take take a fucking dab dude i like take it gets all (laughs) up my nose i get choked out dude it's fucking i get fucking stoned dude It's so funny because you said it, and then I was like, "Yep, that's an intelligent person talking about marijuana." But if you're like, "Dude, if I was just you know just get the right chirp index, dude, oh, dude, then you're fucking, then you're in a cloud of puff puff pass." You gotta make sure you get the right temp, dude. You don't want to burn it off, fam. Like you don't want to lose those terps, dude. Do you uh do you do the thing where you heat up the the dab thing? And then uh, make the person wait a second for it oh, to get to the right temperature. You gotta wait a minute, and yeah, mine's like a minute, almost. Yeah, because it'll mess up the flavor, dude. Yeah, it tastes as good. Dude. Yeah, you gotta go in low temp, dude, and you gotta throw that carb cap on there, dude. That directional flow, dude. Spin that oil around that glass, dude. Even burned, dude. <laughs> You've been burned. <laughs> That's a great uh, name for a show where you get everybody high. You've been burned. <laughs> You've been burned. I yeah. love that. <laughs> You've been burned. Uh, so, did you want to uh, do the do your next five minute set? Uh, we just got him super high in the back. Um, welcome to You've Been Burned. And the person's like, oh, dude. Let's say every set starts. Oh, dude. Um, they just have to take a dude? dab. Yeah, there's no. <laughs> we don't fucking smoke flour here, dude. Like. <laughs> I think uh, so. I guess that's that's the the kind of dab that's the closest to flour because it keeps all the terps in. Yeah, I would say more so is more so closer to flour would be like a yeah, uh, like solventless, like hash. Like uh, like like people will take hash. Yeah, like people will take that like hash, like you know, you get from washing and then like press. You've seen like rosin presses, I'm sure, or like know what that is. And uh, oh yeah, I'm a fat stoner. I yeah. Just, uh, so that stuff is awesome. Like the stuff, like when you take like a real nice hash and then press it. That's like the. And then some people are even curing that stuff after it's pressed and getting like even greater consistencies, like batters, like live rosin batters. Which is I just got some of that last night, and yeah, it's it's a fucking hater, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. It, lay, it really lays it down, dude. Like Jimmy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man. Um, fuck. It's like a hair in my mouth. I hate that. Like, um, one of the hair. best ways to, to get rid of that, dude, is to uh, just shave all that off, dude. <laughs> uh, all this stuff that it's... I know your body's like instinctually, it's like, dude, I have to grow hair on my face because it's cold out because it's winter. But like, 
it's uh it's 2021 my guy you yeah. can just wear a scarf dude you don't need all that dude i've been thinking about going but going clean <laughs> i'm just kidding do you, do you have a do you have a girlfriend no that's why i did no that's i'm just kidding why. <laughs> 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 they don't even give a fuck dude <laughs> I didn't realize I was setting you up, my bad. I was just no, like, oh, yeah, that's why. Because most of the time it's like... Uh, it is true, though. Like, I have to keep a certain level of beard when I'm in a relationship or it has to be clean. It has to, there's like a level it's of... one or the other, yeah. There's a level of length where it gets to be too much. And then there's also a level of shortness where it's like stubbly, you know. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Like, But, yeah. like Yeah, I, I got to time my shaves for when my girl's in the city. Makes sense. Yeah. I, if you shave every day, dude, it's so bad for your skin. Right now I'm on like day three. I just like letting it letting it ride. Do you do electric but, or are you uh, are you are you a cream and old school? I use the shaver. Yeah. Okay. If I use electric, it'll just be stubbly and it'll it'll like rip her face off. It's like making out with a Brillo pad. You ever done that to a girl where like you just make out there so much her her, her chin, chin is, is just red. it's just raw. It looks like you beat her. You're like oh no. <laughs> You're like I gotta fix that. Go to the store and you know, all I did was love her, dude. Yeah. I love just loved her real hard, dude. I was just pressing my face against her face, dude, like really hard, dude. Just trying to sync up, up dude. Like Bluetooth speaker, bro. It's <laughs> gonna call back that every time we have a chance. <laughs> we just, yeah. She's a fucking Samsung, and I'm an iPhone, dude. We just couldn't airdrop. <laughs> 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 She's a, she's a pixel and I <laughs> yeah. had to download an app real quick. Man. Like <laughs> Fuck not being the same religion. Do you understand what it's like when you can't even airdrop with a bitch, dude? <laughs> so dumb. Oh, it's it's just like device not recognized. You're like, oh. It's <laughs> <laughs> so uh, funny. <clears throat> Do you uh, do you have an iPhone or Android? I'm an iPhone guy. I actually recently just I went in. I had like the what was the it was the X I think was like the first one that had like the facial stuff right. I got that one like when it I don't came. Want that shit. I'm always like an every other iPhone person, so I'll get like the eight and then I'll wait and get like the ten and then wait. So I like I was like okay my upgrades here. Um, I went in to check it out. And this is going to sound so stupid and like, I, 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 I was like upset, but also not like, I just, I wanted to get the phone and I wanted the mini, right? The, they have like the 12, they have like the mini, the regular and the big one. And I was like, I'll get the small one. Cause my phone that I already had was kind of big <laughs> and they were like, dude, the only phone and my phone was fucked up. So I actually needed to get a phone. Like I couldn't use my, the one I had. So I had to get something. They're like, all we have is the Max. And I was like, okay. And so they like brought it out and I'm like looking at it. <coughs> and I was like, I mean, and they didn't have, they own, that's all they had actually in the store, period. Like they, they were like, it was the end of the day. I showed up at like five. They're like, all we have in, of iPhone is this one. And I was like. iPhone Max? What the hell is it? It's like, is that? it's the 12. <coughs> it's the 12, but it's like fucking huge like look at compared to my face it's yeah, just dude. like my screen is just massive that's like now. half your face dude it's fucking my whole dude i just like can airdrop to myself <laughs> <laughs> so hey siri uh airdrop my files to my dome dude yeah. <laughs> 
That's that's gonna be the that's gonna be Matrix. My Siri just went off and tried to was like, I can't help you with that. (laughs) That's gonna be the new Matrix movie. It's not. He's not gonna get plugged in anymore. (laughs) Keanu's just gonna be like. (laughs) That's so Uh, ridiculous. That's uh, cool though. Yeah. So I uh, I mean I had to get. Do you hate when people have green bubbles when they text you? Not really. Uh, I'm not like I'm not like an iPhone like. what is that elitist or whatever uh i was just yeah. i was just bummed because i like smaller screens and not having to like this was the first time i had to get one of those things on the back i hate those things on the back that everybody has yeah the sockets or whatever the iphone 8 hell yeah the 8 was dope my dude. thing it broke was... off i had one that was called the wingman that's why i liked it it was called the wingman I had like a little flip here and it was, okay. it was easy to hold but it broke now you're just riding it, yeah. solo dude yeah, dude, it's just me and just me and myself, dude. Me versus the world, bro. Me versus all these fucking green bubble bitches. You know what I mean, dude? It is kind of. No, I always think it's funny when people uh, trip about the the color of the text. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, people that don't have an iPhone are extremely defensive as to why they don't have an iPhone. It's 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 strange. They, they really well, and everybody's not everybody's not like you. Like they're not like, oh, okay, it doesn't matter. There's people that are like, you fucking broke green bubble bitch you fucking suck wow. don't ever come to my dojo again like <laughs> i don't know what, what scenario that was but <laughs> it's like a guy who gets kicked out of, ju- of a come to my dojo place. again dude with that green bubble shit <laughs> look man your 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 leg sweep takedown is pretty sweet but if you ever text me with those fucking green bubbles again you're out of the fucking dojo dude hey listen to me dude your belt may be green dude but your fucking text bubbles better not be dude <laughs> <laughs> that'd be like Holy that would shit. happen in la that would happen in la where someone's like nope you can't be on the team nope you're off the squad you got green text bubbles yeah. <laughs> can't even airdrop to you dude we'll never connect and then he tries to go and appeal it and they're like i mean you do have green text like it's just the chain is just all the way it never stops he's just like, like up to the supreme court and he's the just gaslit like, the whole time yeah, but you're like <laughs> but your bubbles are green you don't have any rights. Yeah. <laughs> you have green bubbles, dude. What are you talking about rights? He's like, green bubbles matter. They're like, no. <laughs> you don't try to hijack that movement, dude. That's, come on. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, whole, wow, we've already... I just looked. We've been already at an hour. That's, I didn't even realize. It feels like we've just been just started <laughs> gang shit yeah well, we, well I, we we haven't talked about anything serious once so that yeah i was gonna say i think time. i asked you like one <laughs> question this whole time <laughs> i uh i uh i like uh i like andrew santino a lot and my favorite thing that he does on everybody's podcast is he like asks them actually ask them questions so i try to like try to embody that i'm like oh, let's see what's up you know yeah so let's yeah, see what's going on, Michael? <laughs> I love his, I love his podcast and his podcast with Bobby too. It's really good. <laughs> He's probably the, the only podcast right now out of that crew that crew of podcasters that I still like because they've all kind of fallen off to me. Who's uh, Santino? Uh, no, yeah, Santino is solid. Well, a lot of people are are going a little bit too right leaning because of the pandemic. They've all kind of become well, a lot more conservative. Which I understand, you know, they all, they all moved to Austin and, yeah. uh, 
all the states that are open and going to their shows are Republican, but it's like, I don't know. It's He's one of the few that's like stayed himself and hasn't leaned. Because mm-hmm. a lot of comedy is, is pandering. You know, as much as like, I was like, yeah, man, just make the conversation less. Sometimes you just, you know, pander a little bit to the crowd that you're talking to. Yeah. And he hasn't done too much of that, which I really like. It's like yeah. Theo Vaughn is like a little, getting a little too... Dude, he just... Back to his roots. Moves in Nashville. <laughs> he has just had Brian Callen on his show. I'm like, isn't... Wasn't he canceled? Like, uh, He was... Um, Theo also had, like... Uh, fuck. I'm blanking so hard right now. Fucking holy shit. Um, he did the thing with... Uh, what's her name? Uh, the... the Tammy Chelsea Lynn, he did that. He did that live event with her uh, a while back. I don't know if you saw that. It was like a talent show. Oh, I don't know. Uh, it was like a Tammy and Theo's talent show kind of thing. Like a, they were. I think they were trying to hop into that that vein of like doing live podcasts, like YMH has been doing, and um, mm-hmm. and like I think King and Sting tried it. Uh, but I feel like bear, two bears in cave, and like your mom, like well, your mom's house in general, is really like the ones that are making those live podcasts like pop and like worth it. Like the the one with Warren Sapp was pretty awesome. Like oh, Super I'd Bowl, love to, I'd love to watch that. The Super Bowl Sunday thing with them was pretty cool, and it's just like <laughs> Bert reaches a certain point where it's just almost it's hilarious that he's just like fucked up. You're just kind of like waiting for him to say some crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That, oh, guy's, that guy's ridiculous, man. <laughs> Did you see the show The Cabin that he made? Yeah. <clears throat> I was just like, I hate this so much. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like it. He like he like moons all these female comics on the show. I'm like, you have a you told the camera guy to set up. Do you do you read <clears throat> the news? Yeah. Like <laughs> like like exposing yeah, yourself like, isn't funny. It's not. It's not gonna be funny again for like ten years until it's a joke again because it happened yeah. too many times for real. Like it's not funny right now. Well, and that was like the whole shtick <clears throat> of the of the whole show. I felt like too was kind of just him just showing people his him just balls being like and... naked or almost naked and everybody being like, "Oh my god, Bert!" And he's like, "That's just the." <laughs> and he's like, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's fine. Yeah. What's her name? Uh, Le- Layla knows. She knows. It's okay. Uh, okay. Just because your wife's okay with it doesn't mean I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like... It was, like it's it's like if my like... dad went everywhere with like a permission slip that my mom gave him where he could show everybody his balls. It didn't, doesn't make it okay that everybody still had to see my dad's this balls. This says I'm like... allowed to pull out my balls right now. <laughs> see that? See that? It's her signature right there. My wife says, yeah. balls balls out. Balls to the wall. She <laughs> said you that. You see something cool and then it's just his balls and you're like, why? And he just pulls the paper out like, I'm allowed to. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a Camaro, Dad. What the fuck? He's like, that's what Mom's I call sad. my that's what I call my not his Camaro. <laughs> yeah, that's the Camaro and that's the Porsche, dude. And then this is the Harley. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, sometimes you only take out the motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. The I can barely get that one out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
fuck, yeah, dude. Sometimes you only pull out the motorcycle. Yeah. Sometimes you only got to go halfway up the driveway. You know what I'm saying, brother? <laughs> sometimes it's a compact space. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I could drive between the traffic with this thing. <laughs> Uh, that's what I call lane splitting, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Have you been doing any outdoor shows? Uh, I recently did the um, the Santa Cruz one. That's kind of been... Yeah, that's kind of been the... I've done it, I think, three that times that now. That was fun, but brutal. Yeah, I did it in the pouring rain one night. And okay. so I was under a tent, and then everybody's windows were up, and no one was standing outside, so I was the only person out of the car. <laughs> and so all I hear is just, <laughs> just rain, and I'm like, so uh, you guys like, uh, like, and I just didn't tell him, try to tell my bits. <laughs> so <laughs> you just do a bunch of, you just, that's when you do all your rain material. Yeah. Well, a guy drove by uh, that was like the parking lot maintenance crew guy. And I was just like, yo. And like, just, just like trying to talk to him while he was in the truck. And I was like, I was like, wow, that's like crowd work now, I guess, is just a, a truck driving by. You're like, hey, man. <laughs> like, you, you know what I do at that show that, that, that works for me? I always say like, I was go, oh, hell yeah. This is a good looking crowd. I fuck all these cars. <laughs> nice. <laughs> And I pick uh, like the nicest one. I'm like, oh, look at that Tesla. That Tesla's asking for it, dude. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> there was a girl. Actually, there was a couple of girls that showed up to the last one I was at and went all the way to the corner, like the front corner. So like if you're standing on the little stage, it would be like to your left, like that corner to your left. And they're like, they pull up in their car and they have their, they like park right next to the like uh, wall, the little like halfway wall right there. And then. I'm like going, gonna go up next, and I'm just waiting. And I see this girl, and she like squats down, and then like looks behind her, and her friend starts taking pictures. And I was like, "Oh, dude!" I was like, "I hope they stay." And she's just like posing. She's like leaning over the railing and like looking back. In the rain. It wasn't. No, not this was not. This is a different night, so not in the rain. But oh, okay. Um, okay. but yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like waiting. I'm like, dude, I have. I like. I can't wait because I just want to like pull everybody's attention to them. Like as soon as I get up there. And uh, I'm, like, telling everybody, like, the comics, I'm, like, you guys look. And they were all laughing. And I'm, like, oh, my God. I Like, what am I – what should I say? And then, uh, yeah, I just, like, they left, like, a couple minutes before I got up. I was so bummed because I was just – it was going to be – I was, like, so hyped. Like, it, it reminded me of when you see somebody in the crowd. Like, I was talking about this with, uh, with Ruben, actually. I was, like, when you see somebody in the crowd and you're, like – you just hope they sit there the whole time until you get to go up because you're like you already right. have just jokes kind of like going in your mind. Um, that's what I was like, yeah, I was. I, I wish they would have stayed. I was excited for that, but uh, I think I got up and I was like, who else was excited for that to go from like Instagram to OnlyFans? Like, or was that just me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> but like, you should have recorded them. Do you, right? ever, do you follow in, uh, influencers in the wild? Um, no. So it's people like candidly taking uh videos of people doing like super influencer y things. Okay. 
uh, Joe Bagley just showed one today where, like, <laughs> this is couple is taking a picture at Disneyland with their kid. And then they, like, they take their two pictures with the kid. And then they fucking push the kid's stroller, like, solid, like, 15 feet away. Mm-hmm. And then go to taking, like, hot, sexy, like, couple pics. Like, <laughs> and they take, like, 12 without the kid. <laughs> I was like, that's the funniest shit. But, yeah, that's a good thing. You just record them and you can send it to them or whatever. Tag okay. them on your post. Yeah, I definitely just like some video of it. Um, people don't realize how ridiculous they're being until you're like, you know that this is crazy. I also, had this, uh, the whole comedy show is just going on. There's like right a whole there, bunch right of cars. Yeah, that was, was <laughs> Like, we can't use to any be other like, parking garage. <laughs> no, that's well, that's the only one in Santa Cruz, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but also, like, you need parking lot footage. Like, that's really the the hottest thing right now. It's it's so weird. I, I don't know. I, I always like am weirded out by this. You have to be a little bit insane to be like a full on influencer. Like those people that take videos of them talking like in public around other people. I'm like, dude, you don't think that's like holding it. Like, you can tell their cameras on a thing and there's probably like a mic and a light hooked up to it. And they're just so uh <laughs> On today's vlog, we're going to go... <laughs> you're like, what? Yeah, you're like, how do you... I'm right here. Yeah, they'll do it in line. They're like, so what's up? We're at the burrito shop that everybody's been talking about downtown in La Cienega. You're like, I'm trying to order pinto beans and like they can't hear me because you're like, yeah, we're, we're just going to try it out today for the vlog. I'm like, dude, there's a whole other group of people. Like, That's the, one of the things I noticed hanging out in L.A. more is that it's not weird or rude to, like, take FaceTimes at the table. Like, uh, I, uh, I have, uh, I'm friends with, uh, with, with Jeff Dye. Yeah. And we were down there and he let us, he had us, we did like a, uh, a dinner at his house. Right. So mm-hmm. he has like this really nice place. I make this like super nice dinner for everybody. We're sitting down to eat it. And as soon as we sit down, two guys get FaceTimes and they both just take them at the table and they're like Two oh yeah guys. and then they they walk off and i'm just like i'm like yo what the fuck like that's so rude and everybody else is looking at me like why are you tripping like they got phone calls like they, they got to take home i'm like but we're in the middle of dinner like you didn't just wait till after dinner to take everybody's like looking at me like i'm crazy i'm like I, this is y'all are i was like i went, I, I got all up in arms i was like no you guys are rude everyone here is a rude person <laughs> not polite I mean, like, nice I just dinner. cooked all this shit. Just, like, you lean, motherfuckers! I, just in. I was like, I made a nice dinner. <laughs> for my boys, for my brothers. Oh, are you guys gonna take? Oh, your bumble date calls. She can wait. <laughs> <laughs> I just like leaned in and was like, all right, I'll go full crazy on this. But they were like, they were like, that's so funny. Like, that's a really funny thought. And I was like, it's not even funny. Like, you're like legitimately, so dude. Normal. Like, I just cooked this for you, bro. Like, I just. <laughs> spend an hour making that's a thing though man when you make like a meal dude when you make a full ass meal for people and then like i got a problem when like somebody doesn't take a bite of what you eat but they just start dumping other sauce and stuff on it god you're like bro i will lose it i trust i'm like i salted it perfectly i took that into yeah i took that into like (laughs) i thought about that and was like no i'm gonna make this taste like so that you don't need that stuff (laughs) <laughs> or at least try it or at least try it first and then if your tongue is different whatever bro but like don't even just didn't even give me the benefit of the doubt just went sriracha oh, you know, right away they put they put hot sauce or salt on it and then they're like yeah. wow this is pretty salty they're like, 
It had the perfect amount. And then you mess with it. Salted it throughout. It's not fucking Denny's. The eggs have salt in them. I made a perfect omelet. It's nuts. The fact that people will even say that to you after you go, oh, it's, it's a little spicy. You're like, you put hot sauce on something that was already spicy. Yeah. So I'm getting PTSD. I'm all getting. I'm getting all worked. Well, up. you know what that is, right, bro? <laughs> like that's people that cook for themselves and don't know how. So that's that's see. how they make stuff taste like anything is fucking mm-hmm. hot sauce and got salt. So they just they make like chicken, right? Don't put anything on it. Don't consider using anything to cook it with. They just cook the chicken in the pan and then they go. Oh, dude, sriracha, bro. And then they eat it. So, like, sriracha is just, like, sriracha, their though. life. They just have it like this. Yeah, their hand is just like this. They're ready to go. Like, mm-hmm. fucking... I I know people like this, their, though. This is their second mouth, and this yeah. is their sriracha dispenser right here. Yeah, bro. Right there, bro. And now it's like that. Every time you squeeze, eat. Squeeze, eat. That's serious, though. Like, people don't... Some people just don't know how to fucking cook or how to cook well or make things taste good. Like... Mm-hmm. Not going to lie, this is going to be a, maybe triggering people listening, but when I grew up, man, until I moved into my grandparents' house, like, when I was, like, 18, I, like, hated certain things, and then I started living with my grandma, and she made things a little differently, and I was like, oh, wow, I actually like this. My uh-huh. mom just didn't know how to make it. That's just real. Like, right. Like, that's just a real thing, and... I tell people all the time that they don't hate vegetables, they hate how vegetables are prepared, because most of the time, they, it's steamed or boiled, which tastes like farts and it's like you gotta saute it or roast it then it tastes fire yeah like i i I appreciate the compliment when i make people food but i'm always like a little bit saddened by the fact that they're so impressed by something that was so simple dude all i did was actually season it yeah and then they're like they're like dude this is this is so good dude and i'm like this is what this is what eggs this is oh you know what the funniest thing that ever happened when i was working at the restaurant we had this um deconstructed uh, lox bagel, right? Lox, salmon lox bagel, right? Uh-huh. So we made uh, everything chips. We made this like creme fraiche, uh, this like, oh fuck, what's the name of that cheese? Ah, whatever. It's like the cream cheese that with the French name. Yeah, yeah. And then for one of the condiments we put on it, it was just stewed tomatoes. So all we did was just throw tomatoes in a pot with oil and salt and pepper and stew it. And the number of guys that lived in that neighborhood, they would just be like, what is this shit right here? We'd be like, it's just tomato. Tomato. And I was like, no, but like, what did you... We cooked it. <laughs> and they're like, but did... And then you guys put salt and pepper. And like, what else is in here? Don't lie to me, dude. What else? They're like, no, that's just like what it tastes like when you make like tomato sauce and you put salt and pepper on it, like the right amount. <laughs> Like, like tomatoes taste pretty good, and especially if you add salt and pepper, they're delicious. Mm-hmm. But like, just the number of people that are like, "What did you? How? What did kind of sorcery?" You're like, "I just cooked it correctly. I just prepared it, dude. You know, that's all it was." I've had people freak out over like how runny an egg is in like a, an over easy egg. They're like, how did you? It's like I just flipped it and then like took it off of heat mm-hmm. right after, and then put right on the plate. Yeah. Yeah, and they're like, oh. I'm like, because if it stays in the pan, it like keeps cooking. They're like, oh, interesting. Okay, that's some interesting tech that you know, dude. Yeah, it's, so hard. it's literally day one. Egg tech. Yeah. 
That's like uh, people with with meat. They always dry it out because they don't realize that it's going to keep cooking while while it's cooling off. So you want to almost cook it all the way, pull it, and then let it finish Rest on the plate. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Resting is so important. Yeah. I actually, I didn't know that until I started uh, working in a place where I was actually kind of like cooking the meat more and the, and the, it wasn't just machines doing it for me, you know, like a rotating thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And you kind of learn that like as you, like with, like with, with beef especially. Um, but, ah, man. Do you want to, do you want to hear something funny? Mm-hmm is uh, I keep checking the participants. Uh, this is uh, my Zoom show PTSD. <laughs> I keep being like, there's only two. Fuck. Where are they? <laughs> they said they were going to show up. They told me. They sent me a text. They said, I'll be there, dude. And they weren't there. <laughs> like, every time, some, every time I'm looking at it, I'm like, there's... I must have had 50 people tell me they were going to come. <laughs> I keep looking at it going, just two. Oh, All right. <laughs> there's nobody else in the scene. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry more people are in this podcast. No, nah, it's cool. <laughs> They're busy. That's fine. They got lives too. I get it. <laughs> oh, man. I recently, recently uh, I did one with with um, John, Gab, and Tyler Standard. And I want to... That's a good combo. I want to do like things like that uh, more because it was... It was really fun to just have like a couple people in the in the room, you know, as opposed to like, like I mean, this has been really fun with you. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying that this is. Oh, uh, sure, bad dude. Episode. Whatever. Yeah. No, it's cool, bro. <laughs> no, but like, it is fun to have like kind of like a group vibe. It kind of feels like uh, when you're like when you run into a couple people at like a show or a mic, and you're like you get like those ten minutes or whatever to just like sit and like just riffing and just riffing and having a good time. Yeah, it's fun shit, man. Uh, so I we, wow we've been at like an hour and a half. Um, we could probably keep going for for a while here, but I want to give you a chance because I know you got some stuff coming up. Uh, and just so you know, this is coming out on the twenty second of March. So whatever you have post that day, uh, if you want to plug anything or tell people where they can go, okay, catch you, listen to you. Um, on the 27th, I'll be running a backyard show um, at my place in San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, it's called This Is BS, a backyard show. Um, it's going to be here in the Inner Richmond. Um, yeah, it's going to be BYOB. It's just $10 tickets. Nice. And I have some like pretty amazing comedians. On the 27th, I have Daoud Namyar, uh, Andrew Rolfo. And I'm working on getting some bigger names to come up from, from L.A. Cool. Um, and then my Zoom show, The Kickback, is on April 1st. Uh, it's every other Thursday, uh, so that's April 1st and April 15th. Um, on the 15th of April, I'll be having Mark Normand on the show, and oh, on yeah. the uh, 1st, I have <clears throat> Jordan Thulis, Ahmed Al-Qadri, Dana Wisson. I have a character from a very prominent voice actor, Lucas Arnold, and then uh, a rap comedy rap set closing out by Jordan Kirshner. He uh, he just started doing that. He's actually really good at it. He sent me like a video, and I was like, from like a show that was like in the back, and it was like <clears throat> kind of grainy. And I was like, just record yourself rapping in your room. And he sent it to me. I was like, these are great. Um, so we booked him. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, just tap in with me. Just tap in, dude. At uh, <laughs> at Zanmaster Flex on Instagram is X A N M A S T E R F L E X Zanmaster Flex. Um, yeah, and then. If you guys are out in Ventura, LA, San Diego, Phoenix, I'm setting up dates to go to those areas soon. Um, so hopefully I'll be able to catch you guys then. 
And then, um, yeah, uh, Michael, actually, when do you want to come up and do my backyard show? Um, dude, that'd be sick. Uh, is it on weekends? Can you do the 27th? Is it on weekends? Yeah, it's on Saturday. Yeah, I could I could make it up there on a Saturday for sure. Um, why don't you come up and do the 27th here? Okay. All right, so uh, for uh, I'm getting there, listeners, if you want to check out your beloved host, Gang. <laughs> On This Is BS, a backyard show. Uh, it's actually uh, came up with the name of that show because that girl named her show The Comedy Kickback, and I had a show called The Kickback. So then I actually thought of a perfect name that was also a diss called it This Is BS, a backyard show. <laughs> and I think it's one of the best titles I ever came up with for anything. Uh, so I would love for you guys to join us because Fuck yeah. it's going to be lit, and there's not going to be any toxic people. It's just going to be good vibes, Dang. good comedy. Yeah, that'll be fun, uh, dude. Backyard. Uh, I think I've only done like one other backyard thing, but it was really, really fun. Like the the vibes, the vibes in the yard, dude, are just right, dude. Dude, they're emanating. Dude, it was uh, exuberant. <laughs> I have a question that somebody submitted that I wanted to ask you because I also thought of <coughs> asking you this uh, as well. Uh, when did you know you were a champion? <laughs> um, well, champions are born, dude. They're they're not made. People will lie to you. They'll say. I'll say champions are made, and uh, those people wish they were a champion, but they won't ever be one. It's uh, it's genetic. Uh, everybody in my family's been a champ since birth. We're Beltrons. Uh, if you go anywhere in Oxnard, you go to one of the high school gyms. There's one of our names on the wall for greatness. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, so they they they're big fans of a uh, championship headquarters. Obviously, I, so. I don't know if yeah. you have you ever seen those, Michael. Yeah, I haven't done seen, in a long time. I've seen those. Uh... It's pretty funny because it's just like a, <laughs> it's like it feels like influencer vibes. Like I can't tell if that's just what you're going for. It's just like it's just here's about making my, fun of influencers. Here's, yeah, here's my version of an influencer, pretty much. But uh, I gotta say, dude, I do get a little, I do get a little bit hyped up, dude. I'm like, all right, dude, I'm out here, you know, like yeah, dude. I, I mean, like, also, it it is also true that I am, I'm out there, dude. <laughs> I'm waterside. I'm getting after it. Uh, it just makes it more fun. <laughs> So, have I told you how I started that? Why no. I started it? So, I went, uh, I, I decided I really needed to lose weight because um, I got to that dangerous weight where, like, the doctor's like, hey, you got to lose weight or you got to start you gotta start sleeping on a wedge. And I was like, all right, I'll lose some weight. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> so, I went running. And uh, the first time I went running, I ran for as far as I could. And it was one block. And then I threw up. And... Uh, I thought it was super funny, so I called my friend and I was like, "What's up, dude? We're out here, dude. Champions, you know what I mean? We run as far as we can, and then if we if we need to, you know, uh, empty our bowels, dude, midway through a run, that's okay, dude, because we're champs. So we're gonna get through this." And my friend was like, "This is hilarious. You should do make this a thing." So I just started making a video every time I went to work out, and uh, yeah, it it got me from like having like three hundred followers on Instagram to like a thousand, and. Um, yeah, just kind of like showed people a piece of my personality because it's like self-parody. Mm-hmm. It's like making fun of what I would be like if I was just the, as, as bro-y and jockey as I can get. Oh, yeah. And then you take a moment like throwing up while you're running, which is not like a great <laughs> experience in and of itself, you know? And you're like, how can I turn this around, dude, for myself and for other people, dude? Like, <laughs> So <laughs> I feel that, man. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, go. It's about finding silver, silver linings, dude. <laughs> the clouds might come, dude, but they will leave. You know what I mean? And, and rain, blue skies, rain means, dude. Ra- yeah, rain means flowers, dude. You know what I mean? When it rains, it means later on there's going to be flowers, dude. So Fucking time, man. Stay strong, dude. <laughs> Good things take time, dude. 
That's just a fact, dude. <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, this has been a really fun episode. Thank you for hopping on today, dude. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, go Anytime. check go check Xander out on IG. Um, I'll go check out all his tour dates. Watch the kick. I've actually tuned in a couple times now at the kickback. Uh, I like it just for the fact that you know most Zoom shows you kind of are there and it's just kind of straight comedy. This one gives you a little more um, variety. I would say you get a music, you get a character, and uh, you get some funny people. So go check it out. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please make sure to like and subscribe on any platform you're on right now and head over to Instagram or Facebook. Give the page at I'm Getting There Pod a follow to continue to stay updated on this. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>